Do I blame them? No, you can't. Even though I don't make a game of it or take the slightest bit of pleasure out of the task, what sort of person would? But the thing to do is to do it quickly. Because when you linger, it's sheer hell. This is how it's done. Varney! It's no accident my stopping off here in Tangier. And he looks at me. At first there is this moment of denial, the raw animal response, the instinct. Do I run? Do I hide? And I'll just sit very quietly, because I want him to understand this thing that is happening and to create an atmosphere of dignity, which is up to them, before I have to utter the unfortunate words, I am here because we have to make a change. So much better when those words are not actually spoken. But Varney... He gets it. He's an old hand. You know when it's over. So we just sit very quietly. And then he asks me, Doesn't it feel odd, Ken? I say, What? He says, Your rise to power, Ken. And then he goes, Quietly goes. They go quietly when I do it. And afterwards, when one is sitting by oneself here in one's room, it is not hard to think about the railroad tracks to the ovens. You do not want to talk about the ovens at World Headquarters. One time in a war room, I made one of my little asides. I said that I hoped that our baby formula marketing policy in the third world would not be looked upon as some sort of horrifying mercantile final solution in 20 years. And Kroner looked at me over this huge table we have, and he said in his Havana-esque accent, well, how do you see the comparison between baby formula and Zyklon B gas, do you? He barks at a laugh, which shuts me up quickly, let me tell you. When I told my wife that story, she said, what I'd like to do is hang a big dead cow from one of the palm trees. You see, at World Headquarters in Los Angeles, we have these two giant palm trees in front of the building, flanking the neon iris and rose sign that lights up Ocean Avenue in Santa Monica. So sometimes I think, well, why tell her these stories if she's going to be so hypersensitive? But who else is there to discuss this with, if not your mate? I mean, if not her, then... Yeah, well, oh well. I will say this. I did shock her last winter. This Brit kid who works for us. We're at a party for the London office. Me, my wife Barbara, and a bunch of the guys. And this kid says to me, Mr. Hoyle, sir. Well, you know they're going to screw you when they call you sir. I must tell you that I think what we are doing in Africa is morally indefensible. Well, I mean, there you are. His wife stands there grinning at me like a mad little Staffordshire terrier. And there is my own wife, grinning, thrilling, and Mulcahy and Croner taking it in too. Morally indefensible, I say. How so? And he sputters like a boiling tuber. You've got saleswomen dressed up as nuns and nurses, for God's sake, running around hospitals in Lagos and Nairobi. You're treating baby formula in the third world as though it were tonic water, which it is not. Although by the time the mother's diluted and the babies drink it, it might as well be. You've got billboards with doctors on them, for Christ's sake, proclaiming iris and rose is better than breast milk. And the only reason you're getting away with any of this, Mr. Hoyle, is because you're doing it in places where white people do not go on holiday. Come on, he says, defend that.
At World Headquarters in Los Angeles, you learn a kind of manufactured thuggishness. It's a sort of currency, if you will, the coin of our realm. It means nothing, less than nothing. It's totally made up. I look at the boy. For years, I begin. This company was run by uncomplicated men who had a clear goal. Make a buck. And with the opening of so many world markets, it's taken these men a while to learn that you can't do business in Togo the same way you do in Elbow Lake, Minnesota. I stop for a moment. Cause in Togo, pal, things are different. So what I'm doing is, I'm doing my gentleman farmer number. I say, listen, you and I both know that you know that. I can see from your tie that you put in your hard time at the London School of Economics. So, kiddo, clearly, you're bright. Therefore, I'm not going to stand here and play sandbox.